he plays with some heart, so he's got a little extra pimp in his step. Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. We've got a good episode for you tonight. It's been a night full of technical difficulties. It's been a night full of technical difficulties, so it's going to be a little bit of a quicker episode than normal, but we've got two phenomenal interviews coming into the East Central game on Friday. Should be a really good game, really good game between those two teams. Those, I mean, those two schools, there's a lot of, a lot of history between them. So Robert's going to be at that one. I know he's really looking forward to that one. We've got East Garrett Schlabs and Central's Eli Castillo on the podcast with us. So really hope you guys enjoy those interviews. But first, Robert, how's it going? It's going well. Mr. David Graff, um, another day living the dream, you know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Just out here doing your best to cover the world of sports in Cheyenne out there at L triple C soccer today. If you missed Robert's tweets at our Munoz three Oh seven sounded like a good game over there for L triple C soccer. I know you're going to be at this East central game on Friday. So what are you looking forward to about this matchup? Yeah, that's that's just what I'm I'm excited to see. Uh Central's one in five, but they're a very just unfortunate one in five. And I think the game's gonna be a lot closer than maybe other people think. I don't know if you just look at the records, obviously, and the losses. Uh Central lost to Natrona, Central lost to Sheridan. Uh East beat those teams. Central lost to Campbell County, East beat Campbell County. So it all points toward the Thunderbirds pulling away with a, a victory, maybe a big victory, but I think it's going to be close as, you know, rivalry games usually are. I was having trouble saying rivalry during our during our interviews. Uh, I guess I struggle with that word. But except aside from that oil bowl up there earlier this season, that that kind of threw me off, you know. It's usually good games. Yeah, rivalry is certainly a difficult word to say. I've I've just been struggling with word, words all day, as you can tell. I, whew, it's been a long day. Lots of technical difficulties from Wi-Fi to mics to everything. So, you know, just looking forward to Friday's matchups. Looking forward to following along with the East Central game. That should be, like you said, a good one. Who do you who do you get to watch this weekend, David? I've got Natrona County and Campbell County, a matchup of the counties. Who's the top county in the state? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that one on Friday. I thought I had two games to cover because I thought Kelly Walsh was in town as well, but they're on the road at Sheridan. So Good luck to the Trojans up there in Sheridan. Natrona County certainly got a warm welcome at that one. I know you were at the amazing one versus two, one A nine man football game 
last Friday. Tell me about that. Tell me about everything that went down in Pine Bluffs. I don't know if I'll tell you about everything that went down, but it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's not as different as you might think. The one a nine man game. I should just the nine man game. Uh, nine man football. Shoshone was really running their option really well, which works because there's more space, you know, less defenders to kind of rally to you when you're running that option. But Pine Bluffs was able to stop it. Um, Shoshone, Pine Bluffs had to, they led wire to wire, uh, and uh, Shoshone had a couple chances to take the lead, but Hornets didn't let him pull it out. And there was a big, there was a big play there where um, I think. Pine Bluffs was leading by two points and they went to punt the ball and they were uh, backed up pretty close their own goal line, not that close, maybe the 30-yard line or so. And it was a bad snap. It went over the punter's head and their punter, Emiliano Castillo, I don't know how he did it, but he just remained composed. There are three guys chasing him. He just picked up the ball and booted it and think that was a huge play if that didn't happen then um you know Shoshone could have scored right there they could have scored on that play taking the lead and the game could have been different but Stu Larrick and the Hornets prevailed and got to watch him toss the ball around a little bit and it was fun a lot of fun what stood out to you about our man Stu Larrick what, what was his game like Stu was composed there uh, in the pocket, you know, getting getting the ball out quick. Those big Shoshone linemen are rushing him, and he's getting the ball out quick to his receivers. And, yeah, commanding the offense, Mr. Larrick was. He's the long snapper, is that what you said? Yeah, after the errant snap, Stu started snapping. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's a teammate right there, just stepping in, long snapping as well as quarterbacking the offense. I, I love that. I love to hear that. That's – whoo! Way to go, Stu, man. Way to go. Props to him. Well, we won't make you wait any longer. We're going to start with East Garrett Schlabs. We had a lot of technical difficulties at first, so we had to do the interview again. So here is our interview with – Garrett Schlabs, and then following him is Central's Eli Castillo. All right, thrilled to have on East Garrett Schlabs ahead of the East Central game this Friday. Garrett, how's it going tonight? Doing good. How are you guys? I, I, I'll just admit we're doing this again after we had some struggling internet connections earlier with Garrett. So really appreciate him hopping on Garrett. I mean, what, what, where's the mindset going into this rivalry game on Friday night for you as an East Thunderbird? Um, you know, really just trying to treat it as, as an, another game, you know, you know, obviously emotions are high and the rivalry and all that, you know, and a lot of stuff's going on and, you know, you, you just kind of got to block that out, block that stuff out, you know, and just, continue our good week of practice, you know, and just really just treat it as another game and just keep your emotions level during the game and just, you know, just play football. So what, what's the best way for you to do that, to just think about it as another game? 
because obviously you know a lot of the guys on the other team, which probably isn't the case when you're going up against Rock Springs or Campbell County. So how do you treat it like another game? Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, just um, you know, just really just block certain things out. You know, I bet there's going to be a lot of talk. You know, I mean, there's already a lot of talk around the game, a lot, probably some trash talk during the game. And you just got to be mentally tough and tough as a team and block, block those things out to, you know, just play and treat it as another game and just stay level. You know, that week one lost to Thunder Base and we came out way too high, you know, and jacked up and then, you know, couldn't sustain it the rest of the game. So you just got to stay level the whole game and, and, you know, just um, be calm and just play ball. Ever since that game, you guys have been able to, it seems like put together four quarters each game. Have you guys been able to do that? Uh, I mean, how was that Thunder Basin game just kind of set the tone for the for you guys going forward? Yeah, you know, just for sure, just, you know, just dealing with adversity a little better. You know, we had a ton of adversity that first game with, you know, whether it be coverage bus, uh, certain stuff on offense, special teams, all that, all that, all that type of stuff, you know, goes into it. And so you just got to battle through adversity and have a next play mindset, you know, to just um, continue throughout the game and just keep battling throughout the game and uh, hopefully um, get a W. Yeah, um, absolutely. How have you been able to find so much success on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, I know you guys like to get you the ball out quick, bubbles, flares, uh, whatever it is. How does that work so well for you? Is it your speed? Uh, is it your ability to make plays in the open field? What is it? Yeah, you know, all that really, you know, speed, just getting it out there really to me. I like getting the ball out you know, seeing my block, seeing things like that, and just being able to get out in open space and be a playmaker, be an athlete out there, you know, and just, you know, be a tough, tough player and, a, and a, someone that we can, you know, trust with the ball in their hands. And, and that's just what I want to be there. You mentioned getting the ball in space, something that I noticed when you guys came up to Natrona County after you'd made a big play on – like a bubble screen pass against Thunder Basin in the first half of that game, you kind of did the same thing against Natrona County. So is that something that you guys are work, you guys work on in practice or is that something that, you know, we got to get schlabs in space. What, what's the mindset surrounding those plays? Um, yeah, you know, that's something we work on, you know, ton of that type of things, you know, in our offensive game plan uh, week to week, but, yeah, just uh, work on it, at, you know, after practice with Gavin and receivers. And you got to give credit to, you know, our receivers out there doing a good job holding blocks so I can, you know, just turn on the burners like it, you know, and get an open space in, and make plays. And so credit to them a lot. But, yeah, we do practice those things, like I said, you know, after practice and just repping them, getting repetition. So, so it's uh, second nature in the game. We asked Caleb Romero about your speed. You mentioned the burners there. Have you always been fast? Um, yeah, I have. You know, I've, I've always – it's such a big thing now, you know, when you watch really, I mean, high school games all over the nation, obviously, but even just college and NFL games on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, you know, speed, speed kills, like they say, you know, it wins games. And so, yeah, I've always, you know, took pride in it. And obviously a uh, big thing for me with that is just the weight room, you know, getting in there, grinding every day and just – doing the little things, whether it be stretching, lifting, things like that to increase that speed because it all, all pays dividends in the end and, you know, pays off during games. Garrett, what, what's your favorite thing about a rivalry game? Um, Probably to me, just, you know, all the, 
all the hype around it, you know, and, and just the really, like, like I said, you know, packed, packed crowds and, and, you know, the student sections going back and forth during the games and, and everyone kind of knowing each other there on the field, you know, it's just, it's hype and I feed off that and our team feeds off that. And yeah, it's awesome. What's the best trash talk you've heard from central or from one of your teammates? <laughs> Everything's good, you know, just fun, fun, go lucky stuff, but yeah, not, nothing too bad right now. So I know you went to McCormick and then you uh, went back over to, to East. Um, obviously, Graden Buell was your quarterback last year. We, everyone knows that. How has it been establish, establishing this connection with Gavin Goff again? Um, you know, what was your guys' summer like, off season? How are you guys able to build this connection? Um, yeah, you know, we've been playing together since we were second and third grade on the same team, you know, playing all football, basketball, track, uh, you know, every sport you can together. So we've always had a, a strong, you know, chemistry and, and connection. And we've been, we've been friends, you know, since we were little with both our dads working up to school. And, and so that's been good. And then the off season, you know, just kind of the same stuff we did with the grading, you know, just getting on the field every day, running routes and just get correcting those little things that, you know, that will help out, you know, when you need to get a, a third and one, a, a fourth and goal, something like that, little things like that will, that will help in, um, in the end. You guys have had great receiving cores and DBs uh, the last couple of years or so. How have you guys all just made each other better, both sides of the ball? Um, yeah, just getting after in practice was really where it starts, you know, and whether it be an individual, individual drills, uh, team drills, you know, whatever, you know, one-on-one -on -one, stuff like that. It's just going 110% knowing that you're getting yourself better and, and your teammates better, you know, and another thing to build on the off season part is just, you know, just all getting together, you know, it's part of a team bonding type thing also, you know. I got to ask one more football question before we wrap it up here. Do you ever tease Gavin now that he's gone from receiver to quarterback that you're like, I'm the one making you look good now? <laughs> um, a little bit, you know, you know, sometimes Gavin's, like I said earlier, we played together for so long. He's always been the quarterback. So, you know, I, I've known him as that. And then last year, you know, he's just being a, unselfish like he is and, and being a team guy and stepping in, in the receiver as a receiver, you know, with great in there and, um, a little bit, but, not, you know, not really. I've always seen him as that, and I've always seen him as a competitor and a playmaker on the field. Awesome. Well, we wrap it up like we do with – like we like to do with many people here on the podcast. you got a burger in front of you. You can put any toppings on the burger. It's the Garrett Schlabs burger. What's going on What's going on the Garrett Schlabs burger? Um, well, you know, at B-Dubs, I always run the, the cheese curd burger. It's, a, it's just a – you know, a cheeseburger with some bacon, ketchup, lettuce, and, and then obviously the cheese curds, you know. And so uh, I got introduced to that last year when after a game when we went with a bunch of our teammates there. And, and ever since, I've just been in love with it. You know, might have to give me does rename it the uh, G Schlabs burger or something like that. <laughs> That's the second time hearing it. It's just as funny. I can't believe <laughs> you go to B-dubs and you're like, you know, cheese curd burger that's that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah no that's funny what, what's your favorite wing uh wing flavor you get from b-dubs and if you're feeling wings that day um probably just i ain't a spicy guy so probably just some barbecue or, or occasionally some uh, garlic parmesan is usually like what i like to run so yep 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, if you keep playing like you've been playing, we might have to get in touch with the B-dubs people, see if they can put like a piece of tape on the menu that says, AKA the G money Schlabs burger. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. That's what I'm talking about. We can see if we can pull some strings there. Garrett Schlabs. Yeah. East wide receiver, cornerback. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on the podcast, and good luck this Friday. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. All right, we are thrilled for our next guest, central middle linebacker, Eli Castillo. Really appreciate him coming on the pod with a spectacular internet connection. Eli, how's it going tonight? It's going. Just made some dinner. (laughs) Well, we really appreciate, you know, you hopping on in the middle of your dinner. What do you, what do you got for dinner in the middle of uh, I need some breakfast? <laughs> breakfast. All right. What, yep. what, what is that? Like, are we talking grains, bacon? What, what do we got? Three eggs and three hash browns. <laughs> three eggs and three hash browns. All right. All right. I love it. I love it. Well, sounds like you like to eat and you like to eat on the football field. You're leading the state in defensive points this season. What, what's been the most surprising thing to you about your play so far for the tribe? Um, probably really probably my execution and uh, knowing my assignment. So what, what, what's been surprising about that for you? I mean, I'm sure that's something that you've worked on during the offseason and last season as well. But what, why has it surprised you that you've been able to go out and execute like you've been able to? I'm really just playing. I'm surprising myself how well I am just playing, you know, how well I'm doing and how uh, calm I am while I play. What do you think has allowed you to be more calm on the field? Um, I'd be trying not to hesitate as much and just more commit and just play the game, have fun. My last year playing, so. Were you were you a little hesitant in, the, you know, the past years? Uh, yeah, I was a little more hesitant because I was, you know, a little more afraid to mess up or uh, – let the team down in any way. How did that hesitancy, hesitancy kind of, uh, you know, allow you to not read? Because I know you're reading plays a lot better this year. You're um, seeing the ball, seeing, like you just said, um, you're executing better. Did being hesitant kind of stop you, allow you from not being not being able to execute as well? Oh, definitely. I'd watch my own film and see myself hesitate a lot. And uh, not hesitating really, like, improves the way you play because I'm more committed to it. So once I start going away, you know, I can really go that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, you guys have just been on the wrong side of the ball so many times this season. Has that kind of felt like uh, the case for you guys? You've lost a lot of close one-possession games where it could have easily gone in your favor. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm really proud of our defense this year, not even just myself, even as, as a whole, you know, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty solid. You know, we're ready to go out there no matter if our, you know, if offense doesn't do it right, you know, we're ready to go get it back. Yeah. And that's kind of another thing I wanted to ask you is about your defense. You guys are, I mean, you guys are playing lights out, even though you have lost those games. Has your defense surprised you? Uh, more than I thought I did. We did a lot better more than I thought because, man, uh, a lot of our players just come out to play. Like, I tell them before the game, during the game, you know, if they mess up, I'm like, next play. You know, we got them. We're coming back. 
So what what do you think that your defense as a whole, your unit, has done the best so far this season? Uh, definitely rallying to the ball and uh, learning how each other play. You know, we're a lot more comfortable and, you know, we're a lot closer. It's easier to play when, you know, you know your guys. That makes sense. I've only had the chance to see you guys play one time when you came up here to Kelly Walsh. You certainly stood out the defense as a whole for just being really physical. You guys gang tackled. You guys rallied to the ball, like you said. Is that something that you guys emphasize, or is that something that, as a group, that's just the mindset that you each individually have? Uh, it's a little bit of both. Like in practice, you know, we're all sprinting to the ball, no matter what. If you're across the field, you know, you're at least going halfway. If not, you know, it's kind of noticeable. You know, you're slacking. And then the games, you know, I definitely hope everybody would go to the ball. We all trying to get there. Well, this week you guys have a pretty, pretty significant game down in Cheyenne against East. What are you looking forward to about that matchup? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to play. I've been waiting to play East for a minute now. Um, uh, it's probably going to be like our biggest game of the year. I'm really curious how our defense is going to play as a whole. Curious who's going to come out and play, you know, show what they got. That's that's interesting because you aren't from Cheyenne like a lot of the kids playing in this game. You moved to Cheyenne from Georgia. So what? where does that, like, rivalry stoke inside you just going up against, you know, the Crosstown High School? Uh, well, ever since I got here, you know, we played Kerry and uh, McCormick, and, you know, we always hear about, you know, oh, we're playing Kerry. You know, we got to go play hard and we got to try. And then in high school, you know, it was always fun watching the rivalry games seeing how hard the guys go and all the beef everybody has. Is there some trash talk between uh, you and East or no, not really? I'm not really of a talker. I kind of just play. Even when I'm playing, I usually don't talk much. I'll just, you know, I'll show what I got. But I know you they seem- be talking a little bit. You know, we try to tell our team to – because we know we ain't got nothing to lose. So we, we, we'll show them what we got. Yeah, you seem like you're the type of guy who doesn't talk too much on the field. You just let your play do the talking. Um, you know, what's your favorite thing about going in a rivalry, rivalry game, especially with against East? Really the competition. Everybody's really trying to win. That's like the funnest part of the game. You know, it'll probably be a close game. You know, it'll be a lot of a lot of good plays here and there, each team. And at the end, you know, whoever comes out top, you know, at least we all knew we gave it our all. So Robert mentioned to me that you had moved to Cheyenne from Georgia. When did you move to Cheyenne? I moved to Cheyenne my eighth grade, beginning of eighth grade year. So I'm I'm a Southerner as well. I grew up in Arkansas. It was definitely a little bit of a shock when I got to Wyoming, just that it was really freaking cold. What what was it like <laughs> when you moved to Cheyenne from Georgia for you? Uh, weather-wise, I loved the cold when I first got here. I'd be wearing a wife beater in the snow. <laughs> I was ready for the snow. Nowadays, I kind of be ready for the warmth, but – the snow is nice. Well, that sounds like you're a lot tougher than me. What, what is, what, if anything, do you miss about Georgia? Uh, a lot of my childhood friends, a lot of kids I grew up with. Sports were, you know, a lot of the coaches take it a lot more serious, but it was cool to play with all my friends. I got to ask, do you have to try and tackle Keegan Bartlett in, in practice? Oh, no, they don't, they don't let me, t- they don't let me tackle Keegan in practice. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was wondering about that. Um, you know, when you when you're watching him run the ball, do you wonder 
like he just has so much success against opposing defenses. Um, you feel bad for those guys sometimes trying to tackle him? Definitely. Keegan's a pretty solid guy. I mean, I used to wrestle him, so, like, I know how tough he is. And, he, you know, he, he plays with some heart, so he's got a little extra pimp in his step. Yeah, absolutely. And he definitely has a little chip on his shoulder going up against, uh, you know, East, his old squad, right? Yeah, he said uh, he was talking. We were talking about in the film the other day how he was saying how East isn't that scared of us. But I mean, I think we'll wake him up a little bit, especially defensively wise. What do you think you guys need to do in order to stop an East offense that's pretty high profile around the state? Uh, Lenar, make sure we know our assignments and our alignments and everything. Make sure we execute right. Make sure and most of it is mostly mental errors because physically this, I mean, our team isn't bad physically, but mentally we always make up something, some error in our own selves. So what is that thing that you guys have made up this week that you're, you're telling yourselves that you guys have to do in order to come out there and stop their offense? Really just play because, uh, you know, uh, our defense is, we're pretty solid, but uh, I mean, sometimes we make mistakes, but, we really pick each other up, so like, you know, we're not we're not too worried. We're we're just ready to play. We got nothing to lose. So, was Will Miller from Campbell County the be- best uh, running back you've come across so far this year, or have there been a couple other guys that have stood out to you? Um, not really, to be honest. Uh, they you know they're gonna run away from my side no matter what. But the hardest one so far is probably the Kelly uh, Kelly Walsh running back because man, that that's a pretty big guy. <laughs> it's a big kid. That's a very big kid. Yeah, that's a very big kid. <laughs> what, what, what was it like tackling Cameron? What was it like trying to bring him to the ground? Because he's certainly a hard guy to bring down. Man, it took a lot of effort, you know. Got to hit him. Got to put my hips through a little bit more. <laughs> Get a little lower. I didn't think he was, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. But, man, that he, he's, he's really trying. He's going. He's moving. It's like a train. Well, that, that, I mean, it looks like it from the sidelines, just watching watching him get after it. So we'll wrap it up here with a question that we like to ask everybody that we have on the podcast. You've got a burger in front of you. You can put any toppings that you want on the burger. It's going to be the Eli Castillo burger. What What's going on the Eli Castillo burger for you? Me personally, I like lettuce, tomato, Thousand Island. Put a little Thousand Island on the side, some guac, and some peppers. I love it. I love it. Are we, talk, are we talking like jalapenos or banana peppers or what kind of peppers? Mm, depending on the day. I'd be feeling a little more spice each day. That sounds like a burger that Robert has, has made me many times, or a few <laughs> times at least, because Robert loves to cook. Minus the Thousand Island. You yeah, like that's that is pretty good. No, I like it. I've just never tried it. It's really mm-hmm. good. On a burger. You're missing out on that one. It's really good. Eli's, Eli's got it down. That's good sauce yeah. to throw on there. Wait, isn't that what they put on the Big Mac? Pretty much. Isn't yeah. that what they put on? Yeah? Okay. It's never pretty much that. the same thing as Big Mac. Yeah, it's delicious. It's delicious. Uh, the In-N-Out Ketchup sauce. and mayo. Yeah, ketchup <laughs> and mayo. Yeah. Oh. Eli, really appreciate you taking a few minutes with us to talk ahead of the big game on Friday. Good luck on Friday. Eli Castillo, central middle linebacker, everybody. Thanks again. Thank you. 
All right. I hope you guys enjoyed those interviews with East Garrett Schlabs and Central's Eli Castillo. We certainly appreciate their time and having them come on the podcast. Really appreciate Garrett for doing it twice, doing the interview twice, man. Whew. That first one, uh, you guys wouldn't have been able to hear much, but it was a good, it was a really good interview. So we were really glad to have him on as well again. And then Eli just that's a competitor right there. That guy just sounds tough when you're talking to him. Certainly wouldn't want to be running the ball directly at him. I, I loved it reaffirmed my stance on Cameron Burkett when he said that that was probably the toughest guy he's tried to tackle so far this year. I know Robert probably saw me, my eyes get a little big, a little smile plastered across my face there. He took Derrick Henry fantasy drafts right there. Game recognizes game, I suppose. Well, Robert will be at East Central. I'll be at Natrona County, Campbell County on Friday. So follow along, Robert, to follow along with the East Central game if you're not in the stadium at R. Munoz 307. And you can follow myself, if you'd like, at Mr. David Graff on Twitter if that wasn't abundantly clear. Really appreciate everybody who's been listening to the podcast, subscribing to the podcast, rating, reviewing, all of that jazz on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Look out for previewing the pokes with Wyo Sports' Josh Criswell later out later this week. I'm not sure who he has on to help preview the Air Force game, but I think it's a pretty good guest to preview that game and then talk about some of the things that have been happening in the Mountain West Conference as well. If you want to throw the pod a few shekels, never hurt anybody. We really appreciate it. We love doing this. That certainly helps a lot. So thanks, everybody, once again. Look for, Looking forward to Friday. Hope you are as well, as well as the Pokes on Saturday in Colorado Springs. Shout out to Shakewell for the music. And we'll talk to you next week. Nice. My laptop's at 1%. I don't know what it is you're trying to prove. Who you want to impress now, baby? I see you think you got moved so smooth, but you do not have what it takes to pass this test. So you better forget everything you know. It's I get less is more official. Shout out any suggestions, baby